Hey there, fellow humans. We sure have had a fantastic human weck, cause we are humans. What do you mean we are acting weird? This is how we act when we see our fellow human target, I mean, friends. Now, if you will excuse us, we have to take a sip of yummy water through our flargle tubes. I mean, drink human water through our human, um, therote and asophagus. Welcome back to Some Parents Basement, the only show that definitely has the same host and hasn't been taken over by aliens. I may be Sam. I am Griffin? I think that's who we are. That sounds about right. And they're back. Yeah. It's been a great week for news and everything. There's a lot of shit that, like, we have wanted to talk about all fucking week. A lot of shit going on and going down. I know. Dude, I don't know if you've known, noticed what's going on with The Rock. Holy fucking shit. I know. Okay. That of the things that you wanted to talk about, I had not heard anything about. Okay. I brought it up. I wanted to talk about the Jujutsu Kaisen game first, but I brought it up, so I should mention it. Okay. Which do you want to hear first? Let's talk about The Rock first, because I'm, I'm like, really, really curious. Because what what did he do? What's wrong with him? Okay, so you know how like two weeks ago the Royal Rumble happened, Cody Rhodes won. Mm -hmm. So Cody Rhodes won the Royal Rumble back to back years. First time in 26 years since Stone Cold Steve Austin in 98 or in 98 and 99 did it himself that this has happened. He got up on the second turn, the second rope, pointed at the WrestleMania sign, turned around, pointed at Roman Reigns and shouted, you, I want you. So who do you think he was going to pick to fight at WrestleMania this year? Was it Roman Reigns? Well, it might not be, because fuck you and the story you care about. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, well, well, who else could it be? On Friday night, Cody was like, don't get this wrong. I want that title. I want to take everything from you. And then he proceeds to go, but not at WrestleMania, because I talked to somebody and they had a lot to say. And then all of a sudden, The Rock's music hits. What the fuck? And Dwayne The Rock Johnson comes out and he and Roman Reigns have a stare down as a banner in the bottom of the screen appears for a press conference happening tomorrow night about WrestleMania, which seems to imply that it's going to be Roman Reigns versus The Rock as the main event of WrestleMania. Well, what one just fucking insane because how long has The Rock been like not active for? I think since WrestleMania 29. So... Almost 11 years. And on the one hand, there were people that were excited about this. Because honestly, Rock versus Roman is like the last big dream match that is feasibly possible at this moment. From that era when The Rock was still around. No, like in this era, because The mm. Rock is still in good in like good shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that makes sense. He's not too old. And like, this is a match we've never gotten before. And it was actually planned for last year, but it didn't happen for a number of reasons. But this has sparked so much fucking outrage oh, no. among the WWE fans because essentially what has happened is the story they have been building for two years is not getting a proper conclusion when it's supposed to get a proper conclusion. Because The Rock is just fucking hopping in. Yeah. Well, again, I feel like if it was just like Triple H was like, oh, this is, is happening now because of plans changed and whatever because CM Punk injured himself and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like that would be one thing. 
But The Rock is a board member of TKO, the parent company at WWE, and has very heavy creative control in the WWE now. So it just feels like The Rock doing something to get a paycheck and abusing his power to take away what the fans actually want. A a paycheck basically just for himself. Pretty much. Like, again, people were excited for this last year. Or if you waited till next WrestleMania, people would be excited for this. But it makes Cody Rhodes look fucking stupid. It invalidates the Royal Rumble. Right. One of the biggest events of the year. Right now, people just want the result of that. Like, that just happened. It's been two years of Cody saying, I need to finish the story. I need to finish the story. It's like if Beyond the Spider-Verse comes out and instead of Miles fighting Spot, it turns into the old 90s cartoon Spider-Man fighting Spot. It just doesn't work. I don't know how to properly explain it, but it feels like The Rock is just throwing his power around. It feels like he's screwing over the fans and it feels like we're getting cheated out of the payoff we've waited two years for. Right, he's basically just like, I'm The Rock, I can show up whenever I want to. Yes, again, it's not confirmed yet. There's still a little bit of hope that this might be another Daniel Bryan situation where he just becomes so undeniable that if they don't put him in the main event and give the fans what they want, it's going to be booed out of the arena. It's already getting booed out of the arena. Whenever they play clips of it, It's getting booed. On Monday Night Raw, the crowd went nuts chanting, Rocky sucks. That (laughs) never happens. Which is like, yeah, especially like that's insane considering it's The Rock. Like people are usually so fucking excited for The Rock. The fact that not even The Rock is like makes this seem like a good idea shows that it's a bad idea. It shows that, that they maybe shouldn't do it. They really shouldn't. I don't think they should in any way, shape or form. Also, I don't think The Rock is ring ready. Like, yeah, he looks good, but I don't know if he has, like, the stamina right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. At his age, there's a difference between, like, looking good and actually being able to, like, compete against other wrestlers. There was even reports that he was pushing to win the match and the title. <laughs> he, he just wants to know. He's like, fuck it, dude. I, I got nothing else going on right now. I'm not in a movie currently. I'm almost always in a movie otherwise. But, like, why don't I just win WrestleMania? The XFL sucked. Black Adam sucked. Maybe this will be good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I need a little boost right now. It's not good. We fucking hate it. We Want Cody was trending for two days after Holy that. Shit. Apparently, the Swifties are involved now. How? Okay, how the fuck, how the fuck did the Swifties get involved? I don't fucking know. Like, apparently they're on Cody Rhodes' side. <laughs> there is like a bit of like rumors around it though like this is wwe doing a work or something like they're still going to give us cody versus roman yeah but, but like what what could the work the work be of like making people so mad about this other thing well here's the thing because you remember all the vince mcmahon shit that came out yeah last or week or two weeks ago oh yeah a lot of people are like this is to distract from that because nobody's talking about that anymore. That's true. They're all just mad. They're like, the the best thing we can do is get people mad about something else. Like That's the best way to distract them. Exactly. Also, like there's people like being like, maybe there's a way we can get our cake and eat it too. Just because the Rock and Roman fight doesn't mean that Cody can't pull a switcheroo and just be like, you're fighting Rock night one, but you're fighting me night two. Yeah, they, they, they can always shake it up. Which I think would actually be perfect. Or a triple threat between The Rock, Roman, and Cody. Let's say, would that, would that be the three of them all fighting at the same time? Yes, which I think would be cool. Or just call it audible. He's like, fuck, it turns out they didn't like it too much. Uh-oh. No, they did not we, like we, it. We gotta fix this shit. 
But what's really funny is CM Punk before the Rumble. Essentially, this is legitimately history repeating itself. The last time he was around was like around 2013. And CM Punk was the WWE champion. And this was around the era of the pipe bomb, the pipe bomb promo. Oh, yeah. So CM Punk was on the cover of the WWE video game. He was the champion and he was on the run of his life. He was carrying the company and he fought The Rock at Royal Rumble and lost the title to him and then got booted out of the main event of WrestleMania because of that. And again, about 11 years later, the same fucking thing could happen. The same fucking thing. And what's even more ironic is CM Punk said to Cody Rhodes, before the Royal Rumble, that you've been carrying this company on your back for the past two years, and they give you the cover of the video game, and things look all set for you, but what's that? It's a much bigger superstar that hasn't been around in a while, coming back to take everything that you've earned. In the moment, CM Punk was talking about himself. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out it was just a prophecy about the fucking rock. Yeah, yeah and I'd say it just seems kind of fucked up. <laughs> it's insane that this is happening. They legitimately had to, like, mute the audio on oh TV <laughs> during Raw because the Rocky Sucks chance would not stop. They're probably literally, like, drowning out anything else that people are trying to hear. Yes. Oh, my God. That That's is exactly so what funny. was happening. That is so insane. This is legitimately the yes movement all over again. The fans are not going to shut up until... We get the end of the story. Right. Yeah. This is the fans are going to get their way. Yeah. Like the Rock versus Roman would get the casual fan in yeah. and it would be a big draw in that one moment. But beyond that, it's not going to do shit. Whereas Cody is going to satisfy the fans and excite new people by giving them something fucking new because the, there's no way Roman's losing the Rock. Yeah. Like, like for what you said, there's literally no way. I just, oh, it, uh, Hashtag we want Cody. Yeah, it sounds like you may be on one side. Because it's, in the long run, the Cody winning is better. Yeah, and it makes, it sounds like it makes so much more sense too. Like it's, it's just what should happen. Because Roman versus Rock will get money without the title. It just will. That's a big enough draw on its own. Unfortunately, Cody kind of needs the title because I don't want a fucking another year of a champion that never shows up. We'll see what happens tomorrow. It's, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Like you said, there's still time they could, they could mix it up and everything could be okay. Like again, we have until April for this. Yeah. So if the fans make enough, because I guarantee you, they don't want WrestleMania 40 to be booed out of the building. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Whatever they do, I think they're going to want to make fans happy somehow. Or, you know, The Rock will just throw his weight all over the fucking place. Yeah, or, 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 or you know, they could they could fucking completely ruin him because The Rock wants money or, or wants glory. I don't know. You know, it could, it could be any. It could be either. I think the best case scenario is Cody versus Roman with Rock as the special guest referee. I would actually love that. Yeah. Like you were saying before, like, he shows up at some point, but he is not the main event. Like, that is still the main event. Yeah. Have Rock cost Roman the title. I'd be okay with that. Just Fucking give it to Cody. <laughs> oh my God. And it also makes the other, um, I can't go, I can't keep going on about this. I can rant about this for the entire fucking episode. Yeah, the, 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 this can and will make you lose your mind. It already is. <laughs> it makes the other title that they just introduced seem like a consolation prize if Cody goes after that. There's no way they can win if Rock and Roman fight. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> but anyway. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> You pick the next thing. 
Now we should talk about the Jujutsu Gaisen game in, in, in some positive news. Well, okay. <laughs> so the Jujutsu Kaisen game has set a record, a, a record for all video games, for being the biggest piece of shit ever released. <laughs> how, did it, how did it set such a record? <laughs> By becoming the most returned slash refunded game of all time. Over 100,000 returns in four days. That is so insane. That is, is so insane, especially for like the type of game it is. Because it's like an anime fighter, right? Yes. And I feel like usually those would be fine because they're not really like super known for necessarily like their quality. But people will buy them because, you know, it, it's like a anime or something that they really like and they want to support and like want to play as the characters from it. But apparently this one is just so fucking bad that it like surpasses that. It surpasses like people's fandom of Jujutsu Kaisen. It's like that terrible. Yes, it is. And I think it's so fucking funny. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. They literally were like, play is over 15 characters. Like, come on. I was like, yeah, I, I, I have seen some stuff from this game and yeah, it looks terrible. There's also like, there's a couple characters that they probably wanted to make for like the trailer that like they actually put effort in and, and like made their special moves and stuff like look impressive. And then there's some characters where they basically don't have a special move. Like it's so like unimpressive and so nothing that it's like, it's like unbelievable that, that they even like put that in the game as a finished product. Well, my question, because I don't watch Jujutsu Kaisen, I didn't feel like there was enough characters in it to justify a fighting game. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of characters, at least, I'm sure in, in, in the, the manga there is, but they're probably just going off of the anime only. But there, there's like a good amount of characters. If they want to make like an actual fighting game roster that has more than over 15 characters. I'll say if they say over 15, that means there's 16 characters, right? Yes. Because if it was if it was like 20, they'd say 20. Yeah. Or, or so they, it has to be between 20 and 15. Yeah, and if it was like 19, they'd be like, oh, nearly 20. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what's really funny? <laughs> the game that held the record before this was No Man's Sky. Can you guess how long it took No Man's Sky to reach 100,000 refunds? Probably like a, like a year or something. I don't know. Three months. And, and how quickly did this game do it? Four days. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my it god! Released, it released February first. That, that's like the thing that I was saying. Like, there's so many people like who would buy it just off of like, oh, it's a Jujutsu Kaisen game. Like, I'm sure I'll, I'll be able to get some enjoyment out of it just because like it's characters that I love. And then probably immediately we're like, I'm gonna turn this shit off. It is garbage. Not even Jump Force was that bad. Oh yeah, Jump Force. I, I was I was gonna say probably is probably is a worse game, but it could be as bad. I don't know how bad this game really is. I haven't seen. I've seen people play Jump Force, and that is rough. But th this game could literally be worse. I have not seen any footage of this game. I desperately want to see footage of this game now. I've seen some bits of like the specials and stuff that just look so terrible and so like unimpressive. Do you think this will be in contention for worst game of the year? Oh, yeah. A very rapid worst game of the year. It's probably not going to last very long, right? No. Although, uh, I guess, like, th this isn't a game like Suicide Squad where it needs to have the servers. Like, this is a game that technically could probably just, like, stay around. Because Jump Force, I know, is dead. That game, like, for some reason had, like, servers or something like that. And it, it did not last very long. It lasted, like, a couple years, if that. Yeah, and people are mad at Suicide Squad, too, but not as mad. Not nearly as bad, Yeah. I mean, I think I feel like actually people are more mad at Suicide Squad because people. I'm assuming a lot of people didn't realize that the Jujutsu Kaisen game came out. Yeah, that 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 that's fair. Suicide Squad probably has a bigger audience, but I feel like there's also more people who are like, "Yeah, it's fine." Compared to anyone who's touched this Jujutsu Kaisen game is horrified. Yep. It's also because I feel like this this anime has blown up so much and it's like so beloved that the game coming out about it being like this dog shit is just embarrassing. 
It's like, um, do you see last year there was like an Avatar game that came out that was apparently also just horrible? Yes, I did. Which is like, I don't think we're so sad because people love that show so much. And I think like basically every game that's ever come out for it has just been the worst. Oh, absolutely. Well, I heard the the Korra game wasn't terrible. It, it was better. Yeah. But also that game is delisted. So <laughs> so it, uh, it doesn't exist, actually. It just seems like they can never just get it right with Avatar remakes or adaptations or whatever. Speaking of, do you, do you like that segue? Yeah. So you have some concerns about the live action Avatar series. I, th- I think a lot of people do. But yeah, I especially am concerned because this is more news that came out later last week. But the thing is, this fucking show, I swear I thought it was supposed to have come out already, the Netflix adaptation, but like it's, it's coming out, is it next week or in a couple weeks? Next week. Next week. The okay. 12th. February 12th, not not even a week, like five days away. The creators of the show or like people who work on the show need to shut the fuck up about it. Because <laughs> every, every word that comes out of their mouth is just more and more concerning. And I think they need to like just stop talking, stop saying like, we changed this thing. We we didn't we didn't like how how this worked. So we we decided to change this part of the story. Just let people watch the story or watch the show. And then if they don't like it when it comes out, then maybe you can like discuss why you made changes. But don't talk about things beforehand before people have even had a chance to see it. Because just by looking at like from like interviews, the changes that they're talking about, people are already like so fucking like horrified about about this beloved show. Well, the, the change that I saw that sparked the most outrage on my social media feeds, at least, was them taking out the sexism. Yeah, there was, well, okay, there, there, there were two like really big ones was their interviews where they're talking about Aang and Sokka's characters. And the first one was Sokka where they took out like the sexism that he has in the beginning of the show, which was like a major part of his character growth. You know, especially like it was, it was very early on, but with like when they went to Kyoshi Island, apparently that's been removed because I don't remember their exact reasoning, but it was something like they couldn't really translate it to the, sh- to the show. But how it was phrased was that it kind of seems like they just kind of removed this big part of Sokka's early development and like him growing from the beginning of the show and just replaced it with nothing. Yeah. Which is like, again, very, very concerning. And it, like, I wish that they would just let people watch it and see like, maybe it, it wouldn't actually have translated to the to the live action. And so then like they did something else with it and just let people form their own opinion rather than like creating this fucking alarm and outrage before the show is even out and people can even watch it like if you just like told me like if i watched the show and i was like oh Sokka isn't sexist in this one Mm -hmm. i don't think i would mind because i'm not gonna lie i didn't remember that until this whole conversation started it's really it's the first like four Four episodes episodes. yeah and then like he he shows that growth and that's like a part a small part of his larger development but them like talking about, yeah, that they actively chose to remove it and like highlighting that is just make people think like, oh, they've completely ruined Sock's character. They don't know how to handle his character. They just ruined it. It's like, that's probably not the case, but we don't know because they've created this like alarm out of nothing. Exactly. What was the other one? The other big thing that actually, it, it worried me more than the Sokka thing. They said that like Aang isn't going to be as, or like Aang isn't going to be worried about or like trying to run away from his destiny in, in the show. He's going to be like early on, he's going to learn about the threat of the Fire Nation. And then he's immediately going to want to go to the North Pole to face the Firebenders. The Waterbenders? No, the, the, the Firebenders. In the North Pole? Well, he wants, he wants to go there. I need to rewatch the show. <laughs> he, he goes <laughs> there to, to meet the Waterbenders and face the Fire Nation. I've forgotten the entire first season. <laughs> uh, that's, that's fair. I don't like the first season. 
That's fucked up. But that's like a huge change because his entire fucking like his literally his entire character in the beginning, in the first season, at least, is like coming to slowly accept that he has the responsibility of being the avatar and he wants to use it to save the world because like his entire thing is running away from that responsibility that like gets explored in like some of the best episodes of the show, like the like the storm. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they're going to adapt the storm. Yeah, but like if they got rid of that entire part of his character, then like, what the fuck is the point? Like, that would be a huge, huge change. The entire reason he's going to like all these islands is because he's afraid of facing his destiny and like afraid of, of like being the avatar. That's the entire reason he ran away and got trapped in the iceberg in the fucking first place. Okay, I know that one bothers you a little bit. To be fair, neither of these bother me that much. They are kind of red flags. But this one, I the, like as I'm thinking about it right now, I think I can kind of see what they might do. And if they do it the way I'm thinking, they'll salvage it, which is maybe for like the first episode. He is the kid that's running away from everything. And he is. But at the end of like the first or second episode, they go to the air temple and he sees everyone dead. And that's the moment he goes, I need to do this. That would make sense. I mean, it could be, but there's no way they're fucking that smart. And, and like in, in the show that I feel like that makes him run away more than anything else because he's like, I don't want like, I don't want this responsibility. Like this shouldn't have been my fault. And I, I don't know there, there, there's a lot of emotions in there, but just the, the way they phrase it is very worry, worrisome. And it's another thing where like they shouldn't describe that. Just shut the fuck up. Wait for the show to come out and see people form their opinion. Because then people could like, they'd be like, oh, actually, like, it's okay. Like, I don't mind that they like went a different path for Aang. It was their like decision, but it worked out. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But to like let people come to that decision. You're 100% right. I think if they didn't say any of this shit, I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, exactly. People would be like, oh, okay, they're, they're going a little different, but they wouldn't have been like, all right, well, now I'm going to compare to the, to the, the show and I'm going to say that this is worse a hundred percent because I know that like it's, it's different. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know why they're like this. It, it, it just doesn't, it's just not smart. <laughs> like I, I don't know why they would decide to make it like this. Remember when the creators of the show left because they didn't like what we were doing? Well, here's some of the stuff they didn't like. Yeah. Because you know what else the creators of the show, or the original creators of the show didn't like is the fucking M. Night Shyamalan movie. And we don't like to talk about that one. I like genuinely do not understand when you bring the original creators on and then don't listen to yeah, them. Yeah, then then change their ideas when you're, you're basically just trying to do a live action adaptation of what they've done. It's like with the Percy Jackson movies. Like Rick Royden hates those with a passion. Yeah. So he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it better. I'm gonna do it myself. And then the people on it probably fucking listen to him. Yes, that's why it's better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little hesitant about this, but I also feel like by bringing our expectations so low, it can only go up from that's here. That's true. Maybe they're intentionally sabotaging it, and then people watching be like, oh, actually, this is good. It's not the worst fucking thing. It's not the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yep. It's like what happened with me in the Cowboy Bebop adaptation. Like, I heard everyone just shit on it. Yeah. And when I watched it, I was like, that isn't terrible. That, I thought that seems maybe not so bad. Speaking of Cowboy Bebop, we don't have to do a whole thing. But um, there's the trailer for the next season of Overwatch. And they're going to do a collab with Cowboy Bebop. Or they're going to have a Cowboy Bebop crossover, which I, I think is really fucking cool. It's the best thing Overwatch could have done. The best thing Overwatch has done in years. Has Overwatch ever done, like, a crossover like that before? They did one with One Punch Man. Really? Like, a while back, yeah. It was Doomfist huh. was One Punch Man, which, which yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm assuming McCree or Cassidy. Ca- Cassidy would be, would probably be Mr. Bebop. 
Will be Spike the Bebop, yeah. Yeah. Do you think um, Hammond is going to be Ein? Oh my God, I would love if Hammond would Ein. I would love that so much. That'd be either either him or Winston. One of them's got to be Ein. I don't think Winston, because what would it just be a giant corgi? <laughs> just a giant dog? <laughs> a d- giant dog with weirdly <laughs> proportioned limbs. Yeah, but wouldn't that be great? Actually, no, that would be horrifying now that I think about that would be, it. That would be some poppy playtime <laughs> shit right there. That would be so scary looking. That's horrific. I think that is cool. I'm not going to lie. I'm shocked that Fortnite didn't get it first. Yeah, because Fortnite does get anime collab. I guess because like Cowboy Bebop is not like new fresh hotness or it's not like one of the like major iconic ones like Dragon Ball or Naruto. So maybe like wasn't really on their radar and they were just like, the overarching team was like, fuck it, Cowboy Bebop, why not? People hate our game enough already. Yeah. Has it gotten any better? I don't know. I've been play, playing it recently. I've been having a good time. But I, I also stay w- very far away from ranked, so that might help. You would have a good time playing the game if it was still the broken mess it was when it came out. Yes, yeah, that's true. I, I was having a great time waiting in queue. That should tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything about your taste, because you have very good taste when it comes to shit. But for some reason, Overwatch just, like, scratches the enjoyment center of your brain. It does. It do- I. Yeah, I think just like the fucking neuron activation when like you get a kill or something or like like you use your ultimate just just does it for me. It does make those good noises. Yeah, exactly. They they got that good ass sound design. Steven, put an Overwatch hit marker sounded right here now. Quintuple kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put in one Overwatch voice sign in here right now, right here, right now. Do you intend to be struck in the head? Thank you. Okay, you want to end with the most exciting thing? Yeah, I do want to end with the most exciting thing. Okay, so what the fuck happened on TikTok? Okay, I, I don't know if you, if you saw anything about this at all. So essentially, there was like huge, huge drama because um, UM, UMG, which is like, I think it's Unlimited Music Group. They're like maybe the biggest music like licensing company. They pulled out of their agreement or their agreement with TikTok ended. And so any music that fell under their like control or license was taken off of TikTok, which is like some of the biggest artists in the world. So like Drake, Taylor Swift, basically any big name you can think of is not on on TikTok anymore. But it's like a huge deal because anyone who wanted to use any music by any of these artists for their videos that they made can't do that anymore. Yeah, I was about to say, what about the people that like do TikTok music or whatever? I don't know what the word is, but like they talk about music on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Who like review music and stuff like that? Yeah, they they can't post that. It, it, it like attacked a lot of people's, I don't, don't want to say like careers, but like content creation. I feel like they should have given like a warning before. People were aware of this because it was like their contract expires and they just didn't renew it. So there's like they weren't able to negotiate anything with between UMG and TikTok. And there's like a big disagreement where TikTok basically is saying like because a lot a lot of people get upset because they don't make any money off of like quote unquote streams or like uses of their music through TikTok. But then they argue like you get the exposure from lots of people listening to videos that have your music in it, which is like fair because you know the past couple of years so many. Songs have blown up or gotten popular just because they're like a popular TikTok trend or a meme or something. Yeah. Doja Cat. Yeah. Whose career is like primarily from that. Yeah. I think Doja Cat is counted as one of the people in UMG. But then there's also some people who are like big enough that they don't care about like trending on TikTok. Like Drake or Taylor Swift will be fine. So they, they're unaffected. But there's also probably a lot of like smaller creators who would use TikTok to advertise and try to trend on it or like advertise the music through it. Even if like you don't really make money through it and just try and get their music or name out there that can't do that anymore because they're with this label. 
That's just so weird. So it, it is pretty fucked up. This is apparently the quote unquote nuclear option because like you would think that they would have some kind of agreement like, you know, while they're trying to negotiate, they would keep their, their music on temporarily at least. But no, they were just like, fuck it, pull all the music off. I feel like this makes UMG look much worse than TikTok. Oh yeah, it makes, it makes them seem fucking awful. UMG, by the way, is awful company a lot of people are familiar with them from like from youtube because they are like the ones notoriously behind sending copyright strikes at anyone who uses like a two second clip of a song in their like hour-long youtube video if you use two seconds of Katy perry your video is gonna get flagged and taken down and all your money is going to umg like they are the assholes who've been doing that shit for years on youtube so like now that they're being dicks on tiktok too it's like gotten way worse and everybody is so upset at them I'm just like so confused. Like, why would they not just like bite the bullet and just be like, you know what? We're going to do this in a show of good faith. Fucking dumbasses. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to do what like, you remember when Fortnite was or Epic Games was mad at Apple and they were like, fuck you, we're taking our games off of Apple. I feel like UMG is trying to do the same thing where they're like, we're taking a stand. We want to we want people to get money or we want to get more money from TikTok. It's not, they don't care about their artists. It's about them wanting to make more money. I can't help but think of the um, fucking South Park episode where, about pirating music. It's like the UMG CEO can no longer afford the private island that he wanted to buy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's poor and struggling. Although the best thing I've seen coming out of this is like, as soon as this happened, there was one account that got popular because it was just a guy like beatboxing and like singing like acapella covers of like popular songs. He's like, use this sound in your video. <laughs> I heard, I saw that. It was like, props to that dude for finding the, for filling the vacuum. Seizing the opportunity immediately. (laughs) Immediately. Yeah, fucking makes sense. Do it. (laughs) Yeah, fucking do it. Like, what are they going to do? Also, I love how he sings them like off key. (laughs) I don't know if he's doing that part on purpose, but if he is, genius. Because you can't strike that if you're singing the song poorly. Like. Uh, yeah, if he's covering it in general, you can't strike it, but they have like nothing to go off of. Yeah, if he if he's doing it badly. I mean, they're not the best covers, let's be honest no, here. No, yeah, no. I was trying to avoid saying that because I didn't want to be mean, but like, they're not good covers. But also fucking props to him. <laughs> yeah, props to him because he's filled a, the void that they left and he's now popular because of it. Something that we are not yet. Which is just so funny. But yeah, UMG, fuck you. <laughs> But you know who we're not going to say fuck you to? Who's that? Fucking makers of the Sonic 3 movie. So they've got your boy. Your boy's going to be back. Your king. Oh, they got my boy. The king of cringe and edge. The king He's of the gonna edge. He's going to find that fourth damn Chaos Emerald. Shadow's fucking coming. Oh, my God. Don't say that. <laughs> but Griffin, <laughs> come funny. Yeah, yeah, I I cannot argue with that. <laughs> I really hope this is the part of the episode that makes Steven laugh while he edits it. Just, uh... <laughs> so they released a little teaser this week. It did not show a lot, granted. It was just a logo reveal, but it still got me so fucking excited. Like, how excited were you after this? It was a very quick teaser. It was like a five-second teaser, like 10 seconds or something. But it had one very important element that sent shivers down your spine. And what was that? Are you ready to live and learn? Oh, God, dude. I... uh, (laughs) It's going to be so awesome. That orchestral version of live and learn sounds like the coolest thing on the 
fucking planet. Yeah, there's that how you turn a, a butt rock song into like the the coolest, most like spine chilling song you've ever heard. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't realize it was live and learn at first. <laughs> yeah. I was just like so blown away by how cool it sounded. And then you're like, wait a second, wait a second. Yeah. The best is hearing them back to back, and I'm like, I think the movie one sounds more epic. It's just it's so weird. Also, they did confirm that the laugh at the end of it was Jim Carrey. Oh, so that he's back. He is back. I don't know how he survived, but he is back. But you know what's crazy about that? Mm-hmm. This is the first third in a series Jim Carrey has ever appeared in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you, were, you were saying that. Which I, I yeah. like, could not believe that he's never been in a third movie of a series, like, in his career. I, I guess, like, a lot of the movies he does are just, like, one-offs, weirdly enough. Yeah. Here is all of the sequels that Jim Carrey has been in. So there's Sonic 2, Dumb and Dumber 2, and Ace Ventura 2. That's it. That's it. Yeah, he like really has not been in very many sequels. Yeah, he was in like Batman Forever and Kick-Ass 2 and all those. He's only done three sequels to his movies. And this is the first time he's doing a third. I think that's just so weird. Which is, yeah, which is like crazy. Yeah, no, it, it just feels so weird. But I'm excited. I like him in the last movie, so. Yeah, he, he's been really good in all of them. I really was like expecting later haters to be his last line of dialogue, but thank God it's not. Also, they casted somebody. They casted a young blonde girl in the movie as an unnamed character as of now. We all know who it is. Yeah, you know who it is. Maria. Yeah. She's playing Maria. Can can we spoil people? Yes. She's going to fucking die, man. (laughs) This movie's rated R. <laughs> for that one moment, it turns into a Quentin Tarantino movie, and she just gets blown away. It's like, can you see all of me? And then there's a fucking black and white, like extremely violent Sin City murder. Okay, let's be honest. You can't have Shadow without the girl dying. Yep, yep. You can. Integral part of his story. <laughs> you you say that like as a joke, but it's it, it's true. It's part of the canon. All right, that's the whole reason he does what he does is because she died. So it's basically Uncle Ben dying. (laughs) (laughs) It's Bruce and watching his parents die. Oh my God, you're right. It's going to be so fucking fun. Do you think they'll have the giant space dinosaur? You think they're going to blow up the moon? Oh my God, no. So did you know, because remember how wild I was going to do that Sonic lore video? Oh yeah. So I did learn this because there was a tweet that says everything is canon, which I do not believe. Right, cause, because that, that can't be true. Yes, especially in the one game where there's eight chaos emeralds. <laughs> So in Sonic Adventure 2, the moon blows up. But in every game after that, the moon is completely intact. Would you like to know why that is in the game lore? What is the reasoning as to why the moon is fine? Because it just simply turned. <laughs> what? <laughs> so like, like in real life, the moon is on rotation locks. So it's like we're always seeing the same side of the moon. Yeah. But I guess that didn't happen in the Sonic games because the moon rotated. So the, the broken bit is the dark side of the moon. Oh, they only broke like a little bit of the moon. They didn't blow up the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. I was say, if, if also if the entire moon blew up, there'd be a lot of other issues, but we don't even have to worry about that. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to see this day one? The day gets released? Probably not day one, but I, I will see it. I, I've seen all the fucking Sonic movies. I probably will see it. You're a fucking coward not going to see it day I'm one. I'm sorry. I'm weak. I want to see the parents bringing their small children to this and their reaction to when the small child gets shot. That's a very important moment in someone's life. Yep. 
I genuinely think this movie is going to be great. If not great, then at least great for the fans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to give us everything that we want. Give us live and learn. Give us all of me. Give us giant space lizard, please. For the perfect light form. Oh, Steven's taking his three sons on day one. That's incredible. That's going to be amazing. Raising them right. I wonder if it is going to be like the ultimate, the, the true ultimate life form or Black Doom as the villain. By the way, I never understood that in the game. In what, Shadow the Hedgehog or? In Sonic Adventure 2. So Shadow says he's the ultimate life form. Right. But he's the second one. Because apparently the first one is the giant space lizard. Yeah. Listen, they, they, they did, they, they tried a couple times. The first, first one was giant space lizard. Second one was the ultimate life form. How do you go from giant space lizard to a hedgehog? That's a great question. We don't have to worry about that. I'm worried about it. I want them to explain it in the movie. The less you know, the better. Also, I love the fact that now there's just, you know, probably going to be a giant space station floating in the upper atmosphere in these movies. Eggman just just has so much funding somehow. He he just has a shit ton. Project Shadow. Everybody <laughs> should be explained. He just always will have a shit ton of funding. Yep. Who fucking knows? Maybe it's from that coffee shop. That's true. It, it might be way more lucrative than people think. Dude, the pricing on that coffee must be out of this world. Dude, that was like a Frappuccino and shit. December 10th. I have it marked on my calendar. I have my Sonic outfit ready. But I think I'm good. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? No, this week? I think that's it. Oh my God. This has been such a great week. This is such, such a fun week. Holy shit. Dude, I went on a fucking rant. Holy shit. <laughs> it just dawned on me that I was screaming for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the audio readout, and there's just giant blob. There's, there's just a, an enormous just leap. If I call you screaming tomorrow, you know why. Your girlfriend's like, Griffin, what the fuck is that? She's like, uh, Sam. You know, it, it, it's, it's just Sam. <laughs> he left a recording for me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all for watching or listening or whatever. Wherever we Thank have you found you. Thank you all for feeling the vibrations. You know what? I think that we might spare the humans. You know, just maybe. You forgot that that was the intro, didn't you? Totally forgot. <laughs> you know, because I've I have assimilated and become a real human. This is true. I think now what we are hearing is the call of the matriarch of the human family requiring our presence for sustenance. I concur. So until next time, we will be back. They will not escape. And thank you for watching. Get the fuck out of their house. As they say in the movies, I'll return. tuning into this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions, LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comments section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. 
If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alger Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.